fire, then. Just a fly in the ointment, Hans. The monkey in the wrench. The pain in the ass. Check on all the others. Don't use the radio. See if he's lying about Marco and find out if anyone else is missing. Are you still there? You know my name, but who are you? Just another American who saw too many movies as a child. Another orphan of a bankrupt culture who thinks he's John Wayne, Rambo, Marshall Dillon. I was always kind of partial to Roy Rogers, actually. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> everybody it's your boy Sid Davis the one and only host of the social introvert podcast episode 85 you can find the show on bynkradio.com forward slash podcast as well as SoundCloud Stitcher Apple Podcasts and Google Play uh, and what you just heard that was take notes by Torre and praise praises on production and the project is called all praises do every song sounds like that from track one through eight actually i'm sorry (laughs) track one starts off um the first track is called start godly and it's like this real calm is like it 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 eases you in like this grandiose choir singing and um i believe it's torre talking and you know have your volume turned up halfway for that as it gets to the end of the track because i think Track one is like a minute and some change. Towards the end, turn it all the way up. From track two through eight, every single beat just starts abrupt. and just punches you in the face. You nod in your head from start to finish on this project. So check it out. It's called All Praises Do. Uh, like I said, I, it's been a while since I heard from Torre. It's good to hear that he is still, he's his pen is still sharp. That's all I'm worried about. I'm glad his pen is still sharp. Praises beats is still hard. So fuck. Like <laughs> anyway, um, you could get it on Spotify. Uh not Google Play, but you can get it on Spotify and Apple Music. And it should be on SoundCloud too as well. Whatever streaming service that um you can get your hands on or certain links, if you download your music, go download it. But anyway, um, so who believes this Cardi B and Offset 
scandal. I know some of y'all do. Some of y'all just fell for it with the quickness due to the other events that have happened between Offset and Cardi B. This time, I don't. I, I do, but I don't. Now, this past Wednesday morning, Cardi B jumped on Instagram and then said her and Offset were breaking up and uh, over a year of marriage. And she said it was nobody's fault. We just grew out of love. We're not together anymore, which side note, finally, finally, because I've always had the biggest crush on Cardi B. I love Cardi B. Most people don't understand that, but I really love Cardi B and I hope I become famous so I could just slide in there and just be like, yo, what's popping? Um, Offset was always whack to me. You know what I'm saying? I know that sounds bad for me just talking shit on some dude that I don't even know, but I'm just joking. Offset's cool, but... (laughs) Uh, anyway, now this cheating scandal, um, Offset apparently has been cheating with some girl named Summer Bunny. Uh, whatever. Summer Bunny is, um, actually, if you've seen the, the 6 9 and Nicki Minaj video, Fifi, she's in there. She's one of the girls in the video. So, anyway, she jumps on Instagram and then she's crying, she's apologizing, and one little statement she made that just it just threw me off. Uh, she, she said, "I didn't know how important marriage was," and I just thought it was like, "What? You you don't know how important marriage is?" Like she literally said that. She's like, "I feel so ashamed. I have not messed with Offset since he had the baby with Cardi. I just didn't know how serious this marriage was." <laughs> what the fuck? But anyway, um. Now, some of y'all might believe it due to all the stuff that went on in the past. But me, I don't. Not one bit. You ain't shaking me. I don't believe it. Why? We've already had Takeoff drop his solo album. We had Quavo drop his solo album. Quavo dropped his first. This month is the month that Offset is dropping his album. Like, coincidence? Like... Come on. Like, is it separate or, you know, is this just a marketing ploy to like, oh, I got an album coming out? Because prior to that, Quavo didn't need to do much to drop his album, even though it was Uh Takeoff didn't need to do much to drop his album, which the artwork was just super Tridash. And the album itself was Um I got halfway through Takeoff's album garbage weak i didn't like it um they just they just need to stay together as the amigos don't separate or you need to go through some artist development uh program or something to know how to create a project from start to finish because what i heard was no good but anyway i don't believe it at all maybe it's real if it's real i'm sorry cardi still get at me I got you, um, <laughs> but I, I'm not fooled by this one bit. Um, so we'll see what happens whenever Offset's album drops. I don't know the title. I didn't take the time to look at the title. Um, I'm still going to listen to it. I, shit, I listened to Quavo's and I even took time. I'm shocked that I took time to listen to Takeoff after people was like, oh, yeah, Takeoff's the best one in the Migos. 
which I see why people say that because he barely gets praise, but it's like, what makes y'all determine that he's the best? We haven't heard anything solo wise up until now. And even then him dropping the album, it's not good, bro. So, uh, we'll, we will see, uh, what comes out of this once offsets debut album drops, who knows? I, I don't care. But um, anyway, real quick, last week, not last week, yesterday, <laughs> I mentioned Illa J dropped a brand new album. I didn't even know he was dropping an album. Illa J, I've said this before, is the younger brother of J Dilla. Rest in peace to J Dilla. One of my favorite producers ever. But anyway, um, since 2007, Illa J has just been, he's been on it. Basically carrying on the legacy of J Dilla. And he's doing a pretty good job at it. Love his albums. Even the uh even the 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 debut, not the debut, but the uh what am I trying to say? The duo album. I'm sorry, y'all. The duo collaborative effort between him and Frank Nitt. Uh Yancey Boys, Sunset Boulevard, even though that's the sequel to the first Yancey Boys, is mainly just uh Illa J and Jay Dilla on the first one. And they added Frank Nick as a third member, which which is great. But their Sunset Boulevard album, amazing. Uh, Illa J's self-titled album, awesome. Um, the project before this, this new project is called John Yancey. That's Illa J's name. Uh, the last project, though, Home, I felt like that was the album he really wanted to make. And you can feel it all throughout that album like one song snow beach um another one was seven mile and photosynthesis especially i felt like that was the album he was trying to make and he did a damn good job on on home check that out if you never heard of it um check out yancy yancy boys was the start of it check out yancy boys i love that album and uh check out yancy boys too sunset boulevard you check out all of them but anyway, um, this project, John Yancey, uh, it sounds a little bit like Home. It's, it's like a mixture of Home and then his self-titled project, Illa J, that he dropped uh, not too long ago. It's like a mixture of that. But anyway, uh, one song I like on here is called 12 AM. Check it out. Let me grind you real slow yeah. Feel uh, you, kiss yeah. on you Let me touch your body yeah. You feel on this feel it. Let me grind you real slow Feel you, kiss on you Let me touch your body You can feel on this Hey See you looking sexy and grown, girl. See you dancing all in your own, girl. Let me get up in it, and I promise I won't mess up your zone, girl. I just wanna dance how a bone, girl. Hopefully you with it, and I just wanna hear how you moan, girl. So I could just call up your phone, girl. So I could get them digits. I'ma make you nervous. I'ma make you vicious. I'ma have you spinning. I'ma put in work, and I know that you can smell my cologne, girl. When I know that it's turning you on, girl. Now you see my fitted, yeah, D on it, repping. 
my home, girl. Yeah, and I'm repping my own, girl. Yeah, I come with it and I'm stamped up. I travel the whole world. Yeah, I'm straight stacking this gold, girl. And you can help me spend it. Don't want this on the end yet, cause I want you to bend it. Over, let me feel it. Let me grind you real slow. Feel you, kiss on you. Let me touch your body. You can feel on this. Let me grind you real slow, feel on you, kiss on you, let me touch your body. Yeah, uh, you can feel on this. Yeah, hey. Girl, I got feelings for you, feelings that's real strong Yeah, I put in work, put it in, yeah, real long So I'm flirting, I'm looking for something to build on Something heartfelt, more than something to feel on And we can end this conversation if you're still on Some old relationship in which one of y'all did wrong You say he was just a friend like that Mark Once again, that's 12AM by Illa J off of the brand new project, John Yancey You can get it on Google Play, Spotify, and Apple Music So, like I said yesterday um, <clears throat> I was gonna get into Will I Am, and uh, I'm 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 just tired of this narrative. Like it, it just sounds repetitive now. So I guess he I don't know if he's just trying to give him like put attention on himself or something or nobody's talking about him, so he feels like he needs to be in the media a little more. But anyway. Will I am recently spoke to Rolling Stone magazine about what he believes has lowered the bar in hip hop. That's basically what it is. Now, I'm going to read the article. When asked if hip hop can maintain its dominance, the Black Eyed Peas frontman likened likened it to a soccer, <laughs> which he said is the world's top sport because anyone can play it. Oh boy. The problem with hip hop is everybody could do it. It doesn't take much effing skill right now to make hip hop. It's become the lowest hanging fruit, explained the Grammy winner. It's no longer about rock him level, Nas level, not the deep metaphorical simile shit. Out of the respect for the <clears throat> Nas's of the world, let's not call it hip hop. Let's say that's rap. What the fuck? But instrumental music is going to be the next biggest shit. Will I Am is hardly the first recording artist to take on the mumble rap debate, and he won't be the last. The Los Angeles native added that musicianship is the only way to prove intelligence or taste when demonstrating artistry. He also joked about the inevitable debut of an an owl mumble rapper. <sighs> okay. All right. That's uh... look, man. Knock it off. It is still the metaphorical. It's still the simile shit. And hip hop and rap are the same. I'm, I'm sick of people trying to say, oh, that's not hip hop. That's rap. It's all intertwined within the same thing. I wish people would stop separating the two. Why can't we have this style? And why can't we also have the other style? And don't try to say, well, which styles are you talking about? You know exactly what styles I'm talking about. Starting to think, is it just us music savvy people and creatives that are oh, that are aware that there's other music out there? there? There's thousands upon thousands upon hundreds of thousands of artists who are actually making great music that you can easily jump on the Internet and find like it's not hard. And these people that, that, oh man, I just found some new music. 
are just relying on the playlist from Spotify, the playlist from from Google Play or whatever they find on Google Play, title or whatnot. It is so strange. I wonder if they're very aware that there's more artists that they can look for and they don't just have to focus on what they're seeing promoted on YouTube or any other streaming app out there. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, are we the only people, music savvy people with brains? Because the people that I talk to about music, they be like, yo, man, I just found this artist and it'd be some motherfucker you may have never heard of before but it sounds like they've been rapping maybe five to ten years already they've only been rapping for maybe (laughs) a total of two to three or their first project probably like came out maybe only two three years ago and they're getting ready to drop the next one um bro there's so many people out here that that are killing it and then for will i am to sit here and call it the lowest hanging fruit bro you have not been in the hip-hop genre since you added Fergie to Black Eyed Peas. Now, I used to love Black Eyed Peas in the 90s. They have albums. Great albums. Um, if you ever heard of Jurassic 5 from, you know, back in the day, who's of that sound, um, shit like the far, not quite like the far side, but leaning toward more the far side, a lot of their music was sounding like that back then. Black Eyed Peas had great albums. I don't know what the hell happened. They just like fuck hip hop and started doing all of this poppy radio shit. So for you to you don't you don't really have room to speak to <laughs> sit here and say, oh, anybody can do it. It's like soccer. Um, I play soccer or I played soccer. There's a lot of motherfuckers that are really like <laughs> like all around athletic, just natural athletes. I can't play soccer one bit. It's not easy Um, for you to say anybody can rap or anybody can do this hip hop shit. No, they can't. No, they cannot. Because we're sitting here and we're calling shit out on a dime like, yo, that's trash. Get that the fuck out of here. What is that? We will shun people quick still. It's like. I'm sick of you, and it's not you you old people. I can't even say that, because that, that don't even sound cool to say anymore. I'm sick of that. You people that sit here and feel like you have the right to speak on hip-hop, and I'm talking about this in general now, for you to say, oh, all they talk about is this, and all they talk about is that, or where do these mumble rappers come from, or, oh, anybody can do this. Stop it. You have none of you can really hold a conversation on hip hop. Period. Will I am. It's been what a decade plus. What have you contributed to hip hop? The last thing I could probably think of that you contributed was um, the production on Nas's lead single hip hop is dead, which is a, an amazing beat, by the way. I love that beat um, ever since. Well, yeah, that was what was that? 07? Correct me if I'm wrong. But last time I remember that was 07, 06, 07, whatever. Hip hop is dead. Lead single. Production. You did a great job. Um That's it. I have heard nothing from you since. Fergie left Black Eyed Peas. I have not heard a solo Black Eyed Peas album since. 
And I think you've dropped like maybe what one or two. Um, I don't think it's gotten much praise at all. Um, and then the fact that I read the article saying that he's a Grammy award winning, you know, artist, it's just, you, you already know how I feel about the Grammys. I don't care about the Grammys. This just frustrates me. We've heard this from Russ, which whatever <laughs> we heard this from DJ Paul, uh, Pete rock. Just stop it, man. And then another thing, man. Another thing. Like, all oh, the instrumental shit is going to be the next big thing. Bro, how did you think hip-hop started? Hip-hop originally was just instrumentals. That was it. Nobody was rhyming. We just had the DJ playing the beats. They got the crowd rocking. One, two, y'all. Check. One, two, one, two. Microphone check. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. That's how it started. It didn't start out with lyrics. So what are you complaining about? Let these mumble rappers do what they want to do. And you let the lyrical, metaphorical, simile rappers do what they want. They are all still around. It's going to come back full circle. But you know what? Enough ranting. Um, That just frustrated me. Like, I, I don't know why that frustrates me. Every time I come across articles like this. But anyway, um, I'm sorry. I, if I sound like I'm yelling, I apologize. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, we're going to move on to uh, some new, some more new music, man. Um, I don't know what I really want to play because it's a lot that dropped recently. But um, like I said, Problem dropped his album Separation 2. That was decent. Um, Earl Sweatshirt dropped his album Larry June, Very Peaceful. Um, I really liked that album a lot. I, I enjoyed that album. Um, J.I.D. dropped DiCaprio 2. Um, of course, I keep I, I I have not shut up about the Ninth Wonder album. It's just a great album. Um, you know what? Uh, I will play something from. Let me see. I'll play something from Jaden Smith's uh, "The Sunset Tapes" cool cool tape story. Um, I really like this project. I really do. And I've said this before. I feel like most of you people hate on him just because he's Will Smith's son. But anyway, um, this song is called Soho. It's the first song off of the project. Check it out. So she wanna go to Soho. I just took one sip. All them cars moving slow mo. Supermodel bay trying to keep it on the low, low. Poker with me one day, girl, your heart's just so cold. Said that I'll give you the world and you turn it to a snow globe. Oh, oh, baby, now they taking photos. Me and my red cup in the cut, girl, I'm so low. Dolo, head in the club, girl, I won't go. I got niggas looking for me, coming for my whole soul. Trying to get me, they think they slicky, I'm on road though I got all those sexy pictures of you wearing no clothes I don't post those, you know the flow so cold This mic froze over, cause he know I'm froze oh. Everything I wear on the air is the wardrobe Fuck the popo, bounce this like Poco See what you do to me, babe, I'm local Hit me on the phone, say she wanna go to Soho She said I'm sick of chilling, sitting in the hills, reading old shows. I don't want to 
wanna go to Paris and I want a real kimono I'll get it poppin' with my partners when we gotta fit a mojo They got that kind of fish swag, fuckin' with it, that's a no-no We got an orange man, a new whip and an orange man I think about to go to Florence then All my foreign shit, you endorsing it once again, that is Soho by Jaden Smith off of the brand new project, The Sunset Tapes, a cool tape story. You can get it on Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Music. And you can also check it out on the BYNK Radio app. If you're an Android user, go into the Google Play Store right now and download the BYNK Radio app. We have everything from mainstream to underground hip hop and R&B. And some Neo Soul. Um, we got a few artist drops here and there between the breaks of songs. Um, we got some revamping going on right now. So stay a while. Hang out with us, man. We got dope content coming every week from our podcast network. Shout out to the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast with Rain Coleman. And shout out to uh, Government Name Podcast with Cole Jackson and Shogun. Um, so there's been this debate that's been going on for years. And I've joined in on this debate because this is one of my favorite movies. Actually, this is one of my favorite franchises, period. Um, Minus the recent one. Well, the recent one isn't that bad. But anyway, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? This is strictly only for the people that have watched Die Hard. You can disagree. You can agree with me. Me, I think it is a Christmas movie. Uh, There was a voting poll that I stumbled onto a few days ago <clears throat> actually it was a really it was a recent voting poll which i was surprised because a lot of them were old but <laughs> and it was asking the question is die hard a christmas movie and it said 62 percent of americans do not believe it that is that it is a christmas movie how i don't get it like there's so many references and and Matter of fact, John McClane is in California. Like, he has no other reason to be there except to see his estranged wife and children. Um, there's, there was an argument between him and Lucy, his wife, about where he should be staying. She was like, I have an extra room. Um, you can stay with us during the holidays. You know, the kids really want to see you. He was really adamant on staying with a buddy of his in Pasadena or whatever. And she was like, well, all you're going to be doing is just driving most of the time. Why are you going to stay with a buddy of yours? And she was mad about it. Excuse me. Then on top of that, um, it's, it lets it be known that the movie takes place on Christmas Eve to drive my point home. Die Hard two takes place literally two years after the Nakatomi Plaza incident in the first Die Hard on Christmas Eve. Die Hard 2 is a little more vague. It's a little more vague to to let you know if it's like a holiday or Christmas movie or not. But it's also, it it is a Christmas movie. Die Hard 2 is a Christmas movie just as well. At the end of Die Hard 2, it ends with a Christmas song. It's the same thing, same scenario. Except, hey, he's there to meet Lucy at the airport. Just so happens that there's some terrorists that take it over. And they're circling the plane that Lucy's on. They're circling around the Washington Dulles airport. 
And he has like a matter of time to, he has to stop these terrorists before the plane runs out of gas and just crashes. Like that's the premise of the film. Well, actually that was that, that was the premise of the book in the film. They're making their way towards Washington Dulles airport. I don't see how y'all disagree because even in part two, two years after the first one on Christmas Eve, he's there to pick up Lucy at the airport for the holidays like this is just a christmas movie masquerading itself as an action drama that's it first one and second one um and it's even more apparent with die hard with a vengeance which is the third one um (laughs) and then live free or die hard and a good day to die hard those other three movies it looks like they were shying away from that whole christmas um, premise of a film branching off into something else to tell the story of John McClane. Like you could just tell they were like, okay, these people are arguing. It's a debate. Is it a Christmas movie or is, or is it not? So we're just going to branch away from the whole holiday appeal and just do something else with this character. Fam, there's so many other movies out there that are like ambiguous, like Ben Affleck, Reindeer Games. Is that I mean, I don't ever hear people arguing about it, but it's apparent that Reindeer Games is a Christmas movie. Um, A Nightmare Before Christmas, Tim Burton. Now, there's a debate going on with that. There's a huge debate, actually, surprisingly. Is it a Halloween film or is it a Christmas film? Me, it's a Christmas movie because Jack Skellington the entire time is trying to figure out the meaning of Christmas. He wants to celebrate it. He doesn't want to keep, you know, putting it off. He even writes this, uh, if you haven't seen Nightmare Before Christmas, he does anything that he can to sabotage Santa Claus. And towards the end, Santa Claus forgives him. And, you know, everything is all uh, hunky-dory and and smiles on Hallmark cards. Everything is good. A Nightmare Before Christmas is a Christmas movie, not a Halloween movie. So knock that off. Um, What's another film that's really like ambiguous you could say a christmas carol um a christmas carol is very ambiguous because it's not like this whole cheerful um let's celebrate christmas the presents and christmas tree blah 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 it's about a character who just is not too fond of the holiday and gets visited by three ghosts and say hey if you don't knock it the fuck off (laughs) you're gonna die (laughs) you're gonna be very miserable and you're gonna die that's the premise of a christmas carol but you know how that ends it it ends on a good note and everything and scrooge is a happy person um what else is another ambiguous movie there's so many ambiguous christmas movies when you sit down and think about it in hindsight batman returns with michael keaton somewhat of a Christmas movie when you really like go back and watch it just go back and watch it just the appeal the feel of everything um block out everything that's like really moody and dark about Batman returns and just look at the atmosphere there's certain small areas throughout the landscape of Gotham City to let you know in that time period right there specifically it was Christmas time eyes wide shut with um Tom Cruise that was really ambiguous uh catch me if you can with Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks um with his character 
Leonardo DiCaprio's character would um, call Tom Hanks basically in a way to taunt him because throughout the movie, Tom Hanks is trying to catch him. But every single holiday after the, the years passed on by, he would call him every single Christmas just to check on him. It was deep down. It was to simply check on him. Not really so much to taunt after a while because they actually they eventually became friends um, <laughs> after a very long time. But that's all I'm saying. There's so many ambiguous Christmas films. Um, I don't see why this is an argument. It's just I think the Die Hard one and part two are Christmas movies. Um, Bad Santa's another one. Um, well, no. Let me see. I was about to say Friday after next, but I think Friday after next is really apparent that it's a Christmas movie. Uh, Krampus that came out a few years ago is a Christmas movie. Um, like, come on, man. I don't even know why this is an argument. Let it go. That's just my opinion. And as I was saying before, with the whole different parts of the film referencing that it was still the holidays in uh, in Die Hard, the first one. There was a fight between him and one of the first terrorists that he came across. Um, he ends up killing him. And then I think uh, what happens next, he sends, yeah, he sends the dead terrorist on a chair to the elevator where the, the other terrorists are at, where um, where Hans Gruber and the rest of his men are at. The, the dead terrorist is wearing this Santa Claus hat and written on his shirt, it says... Um, I think, what did it say? Oh, now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Like, there's just certain scenes and parts of this movie that just indicate that it's a holiday movie. It's a Christmas movie. So, I mean, that's, I'm sorry, I'm passionate. Die Hard is one of my favorite movies. I love John uh, John McClane. Um, Just, he just never gives a fuck throughout this entire movie. Um, I don't know how many times I actually include it in the movies that I watch during the holidays, like Home Alone, Home Alone 2, um, this Die Hard. Uh, it's certain other movies that I watch too, but those are like in my top. But uh, anyway, that wraps up this episode for me, man. Uh, episode 85. Thank you for listening. A real quick shout out to Conversation Con Artists, Random Tandem Podcast. Reasonable Ignorance, Ignorant Philosophy, uh, Brunch with Besties, Saturdays with Chicken Duck, uh, The White Shirt Society, and I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Government Name Podcast with Cole Jackson and Shogun. Shout out to Carefree Black Nerd with Rain Coleman. And shout out to our BYNK website blog content creators, Jasmine Blue and Hakeem Skipwith with tale of the tape if you want to find me on social media you can find me on instagram and twitter at isid davis i-s-i-d-d-a-v-i-s and uh send your thoughts uh if you have any questions need any advice it could be about anything like you could send it as anonymous doesn't matter to me um certain questions if you do end up sending i'm i might troll a little bit but no, i'm just joking i'm not gonna troll but <laughs> you can send those right over to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com and until next week guys peace
back to one, two. Okay, radio. radio.